enjoy same enjoy, 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 yeah. ah, nice um, was enjoy, enjoy enjoying past like, like you said it wasn't like the strongest in, in, in all of it I've gone out of focus again <laughs> uh, okay this is stand by technical difficulties yeah Callum is just blurry now there you go there we go, there we go. Real Rewind starting. Sorry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Rewind. Hello. Uh, a lovely podcast. My name is George, and joined with me is the very handsome Callum. Thank you, George. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And my special little muffin, Alex. Aw, thanks, Cupcake. Hello. Uh, How is everyone? Yeah, good, you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about uh, a quick season finale wrap-up of One Vision, what we thought of the series as a whole, and then maybe go on to some MCU rankings before we get to our review. Yeah. Uh, but before that, does anyone have anything of note they want to say they watched this week? Uh, I think only one little thing I wanted to quit, I'll go to, is um, I watched uh, Coming to America 2, which came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I think George watched it as well. So I just want to say that I thought it was a fine film. Not not pretty amazing, but I thought it was what I expected. I don't get the hate from reviewers. I just want to quickly say that. I think it's fine. Yeah, I I agree. I think the first one is a pretty middle of the road comedy, and this, this is, is a another middle of the road comedy. Yeah, too. it's nothing amazing, but I think it's still like a five in a watch on, on, a, on a weekend, like like yeah. what I did. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd recommend. Well, I didn't out. even realize it had come out yet. Yeah, it could come on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's happened for him? Not sponsored. Um... Amazon, please sponsor us. <laughs> please. Yeah. Okay, so much money. Don't we no longer have to say, uh, give this video a like? We still we still do. <laughs> I know, but you should do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, Alex, have you got anything of note? Um, have I watched anything this week aside I, from One Division? Re- I rewatched uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh yeah, I did. I did have a break. Yeah, it, it's still great. Uh, I feel like the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, because there's a lot of stuff that's eh about it, mainly the humans. But then when we watch it this time, I was like, it didn't bother me as much, actually. They're not bad. Tom Hiddleston's still awful at it. But... I think John C. Riley holds the film for me. I think John C. Riley, but then also rewatching it this time, I was like, well, actually, a lot of the like military guys led by Sam Yell Jackson, but also everyone else around him is pretty good. Like they're very cliche, but they're good. Yeah. And all of like, you know, John Goodman and even Brie Larson's fine. It's purely just Tom Hiddleston's oh. in there for no real reason. He's there to be like, which fair. That was him. I was testing him as like the you know, action, like you know, lead. Which again, I, I really, I really like Tom Hiddleston, but he's not that. Sorry. Well, yes. Also, he's just there, I think, to be like, hey, we've got Tom Hiddleston, so we can put him on the poster because he does nothing. He's a very boring character, and he's not like terrible. He's just character size. But yeah, yeah, Alex, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend watching it. I yeah, I need to watch. The like two newest Godzilla film and that King Kong film, so yeah. I don't know what's going on when Godzilla vs Kong comes out. I do think honestly, Ooh. it's probably better watching, but I think honestly they're not the the story is not that important. I think it's, you watch them to fight. See them fight I, I gather, yeah. I gather that bearing in mind the plot is nuclear dinosaur versus giant monkey, that there's probably not going to be huge amount of plot necessarily, well, especially with Kong. But, you know, Kong is like 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 an old an origin story. You know, you know when they sort of discovered Kong back yeah. in the seventies, yeah. isn't it? Seventies, mm-hmm. yeah. And like I've seen Godzilla and King Kong films before, just not yeah. this one. So I assume it's going to be vaguely similar. Yeah. yeah. As a, there's no uh, berry juice, and they don't fly him in on that balloon. But ah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. So, Alex, if you don't have anything else, we can move on to one division, uh, which 
a little peek behind the curtain. We filmed this on a Sunday. So for us, it was two days ago. For you guys, it will have been a week. But what do people think? What do people think overall of the season, of the last episode maybe, but also the season as a whole? I like it. Uh, As a whole, I really liked it. As like, the last episode was good. Um, I don't think it was like necessarily great. Um, like it wasn't my favorite episode of the season, but as the season overall, I really liked. Uh, I really liked all the characters in it. I think they they did well. They did well of being like, cool. We've got a TV series. It's a bit longer and a bit, you know, a bit this week, a bit this week. And I think especially with like Wanda and Vision, um, but then also some of the other characters with like Monica and Wu. They did they did well of being like, cool. We'll you know actually flesh these characters out a bit more because we've got a little bit more time to do stuff with them um the last episode specifically i think struggled with maybe having a few too many characters to wrap up right at the end but overall as a series i feel like i'm being really negative now but like i enjoyed it i enjoyed the series as a whole i think it's pretty good and i no. will at some point binge watch it i think no, I, 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 watched it. I think i know what you mean like i i really love this series going forward through it and like the thing is though i i really loved the first few episodes so i love that like they're doing all the sitcom stuff that's what i really thought gave the show it's um it's hard. It's interesting. Made it different from the other stuff. The last episode in particular. Again, I love. I thought the show as a whole. I think it's a great, great mini series. This, but the last episode for me did bring it down a bit. It kind of, a little bit disappointed me in a little way. I still think it was great, but it kind of. I don't know about you guys. I thought like this last. It was building up quite steadily and it's doing like a really good pacing towards this show. The last one kind of in one go did a very quick lot. I think it needed a couple more episodes than it did. Possibly. I don't know if you guys think that at all, but I feel like they kind of got a bit rushed to the end at the end, like there. Again, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I agree in general. I really like the series. I think for me, I, I genuinely, genuinely did really enjoy it. I think that the start of the season when there was that sitcom stuff and there was that like mystery element and yeah. there was that what's going on, I really liked. As it got through the show and they had to keep like breaking that wall and explaining stuff, um, I still really, really enjoyed it. But it definitely was like, you know, this last episode fell into just a like kind of marvel trope and they dropped a lot of the mystery and they dropped a lot of yeah the sitcom stuff and all that i think it became like a lot more mainstream i guess which is going to sound very pretentious yeah. but overall i did still really like it yeah, i think great. that how they handled especially like wanda and vision who are all ca- always characters who i was like i like them I, but they were never my favorite i think especially vision sorry i think it's the best we've ever seen him i think i like vision as a character but i think it's the best we've ever seen those two obviously he's a show of course yeah. i hope he is but it's the best hmm. like I, I love him even more now because it wasn't me at the start with age of ultron i was, I was a bit like paul bettany mm, and now i'm like okay, i love his character he's great you know that's the thing i i never disliked those characters but it was always a thing of i don't think vision and scholar which were my favorites yeah mainly because they were always like you know sixth fiddle to everyone else like the most we probably got out of them was civil war but even then like that's about so many other characters but doing this i was like ah they developed the story really well they developed those characters really well we've got a lot of answers and backstory it's genuinely fantastic and kind of extending from that with like monica and Wu and darcy and all these characters who have existed they kind of did a good job, and like I want to see a lot of them return. Yeah, so that's a good yeah, thing. I must admit, Darcy in this I actually did actually thought she worked in this film. You know, whereas in the fourth film she didn't work very well. I thought. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think she just has a bit more to do in this, which I think is what I said in the mid 
like the mid-season review thing we did but like in the thor film she's supposed to be like the scientist's sidekick and therefore she yeah. can't really be the clever person and is therefore there specifically to be comedy relief, um, comedy relief. yeah where comic relief even. Com- yeah whereas like in this she's the science person as well as a bit of comic relief so she has a little bit more to do I think also that's who she's teamed up with. Because when she's teamed yeah. up with, like, Jane, who's a very boring character, not through a bloody bottom fault, and Thor, who in those movies is not very good. Whereas in this, partnering up with Monica and Jimmy, who are kind of, like, a pretty good duo, and then, yeah. like, a Paul Bettany, and, like, I think that helps as well with who she's teamed up with. But, yeah, I did feel like this last episode was a bit more like, oh, we're just going to have a witch fight, and we're going to have a vision fight. And yeah, it was the, a lot the... more, like, mainstream, normal Marvel, yeah. which I was like, well, I don't hate, but I don't love but overall i really really enjoyed the mm, show the more i think about it the more i'm like i feel like the battle between uh agatha and wanda could have been a lot better yeah because wanda is super powerful i i actually i will say really quick i absolutely love her costume like actual scarlet witch costume very ultimate inspired yeah and i think it i was thinking about this yesterday i think it might be my favorite mcu costume Mm. i can't think of another one like there's always the iron man suits but they are kind of that's his whole thing and i've always thought the iron man suits were very cool whereas now i'm like this is possibly my favorite i don't know i think personally i still got like a little bit like i really like the, the uh, captain america costumes personally so, yeah yeah i mean they're all good to be fair all the costumes are good there's yeah. not aside from captain america's avengers outfit there's never been a costume where i've been like that's a bit weird yeah. um but yeah but the the fight between them is very like Wanda is super powerful, but her powers are not necessarily that interesting to watch in fights because it's just red orbs, pretty well, much. I, I think they can be. I did see someone have a complaint about they say that she's more powerful than Sorcerer Supreme, mm. but then you watch like him versus Thanos versus yeah, her versus yeah. Agnes. But I think that that is partly they're on a budget that they can only do yeah, a certain amount true. with. But also, I think there's you could kind of excuse it as well. She doesn't know her powers. Like yeah, yeah. She she does red blasts and she does the like hand wavy get in your mind thing, and that's it. That yeah, maybe yeah. now she's learning some stuff. Mm, that is true, and yeah, they might do that. But I was thinking, like, bearing in mind they do say reference stuff about Sorcerer Supreme, and at the end there's that astral form thing. So I'm assuming they have or could have at least similar powers. True. Like what they do with Doctor Strange, like you said, Doctor Strange versus Thanos. Is real one of the probably most creative fights, but also that is like what six years into his career as yeah that's yeah, true. That's true. Um, like, but what what I was thinking they could have done. Bearing in mind this whole thing has been going through decades, and you had that, um, like you've seen that kind of flicker as it was losing control of like it all the decades kind of mixing up and fizzling together and all of that. I was like, it would have been cool to, I don't know, maybe them fight through the decades if you like as in they fight as everything's changing around them i i I know what you mean i think it would have been cool i'm getting completely wrong here but i do wonder as well if because the last couple episodes at least or maybe more than that were filmed during the the pandemic i'm curious if that had the impact on how they film certain things or or budget as well i'm curious i I mean yeah yeah it's all i I wondered i mean it might not it might be completely out of plan with it you know i'm just curious if that did have any implication on actual filming itself you know Uh, well now i stop and think about it the things that Wanda does in that final fight, distanced. Well, well, no, it's more she like blasts and stuff, and then she throws a car, and then she gets in her head, which are all things we've seen her do before. Yeah, that you could easily make the excuse that like, 
oh well in Civil War she threw cars at Iron Man yeah. so she did it again and she did the mind tricky thing from Age of Ultron she did the hand blast thing from stuff she's always done of like I feel a little bit like part of it is maybe budget and there could be COVID in there as well but also I think it is maybe excusable as well it's her learning but yeah, yeah it was it was a little bit at the end disappointing I enjoyed the like reveal of I made these ruins um or these ruins not ruins ruins, ah, ruins. The ruins. yeah 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 yeah, I like uh, that. I think I feel like there was a scene missing because at the moment I'm like, did she just look at the ones in Agnes's basement and learn those? And I feel like it, we could have done with maybe there's a deleted scene somewhere I, 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 at I, some I, point. Her like looking through is it the dark hold that I think's in? I don't know when she gets it, but like. Well, no, I think it is from Agatha. I don't think she yeah. gets it from. Yeah, the... but she just I... kind of sees them and knows how to do it. Which very much didn't know about them before. It's not a big. I'm not like, oh well, that sucks. Because how would she know? But I was just like, oh okay, I guess she just learned from looking. But oh, fair play. One thing I thought was weird as well. I know clearly that this is not linked to that, and because they don't know if it exists. But like that last very last scene in the cabin where it seems in that like her learning, yeah, felt for me it reminded a lot of Ed Norton in Incredible Hulk when um he was there like in the cabin on his own and then like learning how to control the Hulk powers. Going like that just felt very similar to me in the same sort of vein. Like he just sort of learnt like, oh, I can know how to control this a little bit. I'm going to learn more now, you know. I can see what you mean. It, yeah. To me, it reminded me of that scene where Doctor Strange is asleep and his astral projection is reading yeah. a book. Like that, that, yeah. That's what that's what it reminded me. No, but of, for but me, I can't, for I can't me, see. It, for me, yeah. it was the cabin though. Not just, it was the cabin. Yeah. 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 Having said that, I I I do see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. In, in general, I really, really enjoyed this series. Yeah. I think that yeah. it gives me a little bit of hope for maybe some future ones that I wasn't as excited for. If, they're, if they're up to this quality, I think we can get some really interesting like stuff, yeah. and I'm excited to like. I just like because Falcon Winter Soldier is out quite soon, isn't it? I don't really... next. Yeah, week? two weeks. Is it literally? Is it uh, that within... soon? Yeah. So this, as I believe, obviously this might change due to like cinemas and covid and all of that but in theory from when one division started there is something coming out every week marvel this year wow so you've got oh isn't it like in between have we not that the um the behind the scenes so stuff? Yeah. yeah yeah so next or this coming week so if you're watching this on a friday today sorry listening to this on the day it comes out today is when they do i believe it's like behind the scenes of one division mm -hmm. and the week after that falcon winter soldier starts then they've got the behind the scenes of yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. Then Black Widow comes out oh, yeah. the next week. And then I believe the week after that on Disney Plus will be behind the scenes of Black Widow. Then Loki, I think. And then maybe Shang-Chi and I think Miss Marvel. Um, soon? Yeah, Miss Marvel's Sh this year. No, Shang-Chi like out this year. This year. Yeah, Shang-Chi's yeah. out this year. Damn, yeah. Is there a film after... It might. There might be... I can't remember the when order it, as we get later Eternals? in the year. After that. After, okay. Yeah. It was Eternals, Eternals and Spider-Man all coming out this year in theory, and Black Widow. In theory, yeah. we get four Marvel films this year. Yeah, Eternals got. It was going to be Black Widow, Eternals, Shang Chi, but then Eternals got pushed back behind Shang Chi. Yeah. Fair enough. So, mm. but yeah, I don't. Know. It's the thing of because I think Falcon and Soldier, as much as I do think it will be good, and I'm hoping that it will be similar in tone to other Marvel stuff, which maybe we'll get into in a bit. Um, and I think it will be a good setup going into Black Widow. It does look more like traditional Marvel that this yeah. handling those like mystery what's going on, weird, very lightly surreal elements 
does give me hope for like ah you know loki hopefully they'll kind of keep that weird they know that like ah going weird and going a bit off just normal marvel movies works so hopefully they'll kind of like continue to to do that and other stuff and like moon knight coming up and that sort of thing where they can sort of maybe embrace weirder or wackier sides of stuff they could be like well people kind of liked this enough that yeah you know like the idea of jumping through decades of a sitcom that we can we can do weird stuff so that does give me hope yeah uh yeah so overall we all enjoyed the series oh definitely yeah i think we all i I saw on letterbox that we've all rated it four out of five i believe that's fair rating i think yeah uh yeah uh, want more it still left me wanting more which i guess is good because it's better you know that's what i mean uh, leaving this i was like especially wonder where like the series leaves wonder um i was like oh god i really i am excited to see her again like it did a really good job of taking these characters who like i said i enjoyed enough i wasn't like oh wonder vision Ugh. but going out of this i'm like oh, i really want to see where they turn up again mm, yeah. you know I I also loved that everyone here that I think because I think George pointed out last week I believe Paul Bettany was like oh there's some amazing cameo at the end of this what? series I think he I, I don't know if it was him or if it's been two separate things but like Luke Skywalker level cameo and it was just him playing another what? character it's, really it's the thing of yeah. it's proper funny of just seeing it reported it's like ah oh, Paul Bettany says that there's an actor who he wants to work with his whole life and uh, there's going to be a big cameo did he watch the actual clip and it is him being like yeah, uh, me and this guy, we had great chemistry and uh, I've wanted to work with him all my life. And it's like, yeah. it's very clearly a joke. Also, I, also, I think that came out really near the start of WandaVision. That, yeah, let's be honest, close. Marvel it's would been not a while, say yeah. that if it was like legit. Well, also, I like how I, one of the showrunners, I forget which one, basically this leak was like, yeah, I mean, he he dug his own grave, so I'm not going to help him get out of it. And then Paul Bettany came out and was like, yeah, look, so I know a lot of people took this as a big cameo. But just to let you, like, you might want to quench your, like, desires, just to let you know. I don't want to spoil things, but maybe don't look for Reed Richards or whatever. It was proper, like, ah, you could listen to that audio. It was very, very, very clearly a joke. Yeah. But because it's Marvel, it was, like, taken and ran with, and it was like, oh. What did did people think about Evan Peters' Quicksilver slash not Quicksilver? I didn't like that. Boner. I liked it. Boner. I am of two minds because it's cool. I guess that it's an Easter egg. It's essentially becoming no, an Easter no, egg. I, 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 mean, I liked completely... it. I didn't like that he wasn't something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Well, that's the thing is, like, I for me, when it was like, oh, maybe they'll bring over some of the X Men and some of the X Men movies will stay canon and some of them won't. No, I always better now. Half the cast will come back, but then you can't do that. If Evan Peters is Quicksilver, then either all the cast is coming back or you select people. And it was very much like, I don't want them to select people. I don't want there to be like. Well, James McAvoy is back as Charles Xavier, but someone else is Magneto, and a Mystique is back as Jennifer. I don't care about that. That I was like, I kind of don't want him to be mm. Quicksilver from another universe, and they just bring over like copy paste all those characters over. Maybe I want I, them. Well, to Well, I was do kind of wondering thing, if he'd survive but... the end of it, but yeah, I was happy that he wasn't. It was very like Mandarin from Iron Man, but also. Yeah. That's what... It's a case of the Mandarin was like, oh, this is a big bad guy and all this. And then they had the reveal and then the payoff that it was Guy... No, not Guy Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce just shouting, I am the Mandarin, as he's like glowing, was really lame. Whereas this, 
I think it's kind of similar, but also I'm like, thank God they aren't just being like, well, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen are over, but then everyone else is rebooted, but then this person's out, and then like, oh, the guy who played Beast and the person who played Magic are here, but then someone else is playing this part, and it's like, oh, just reboot it. Just start yeah, no, again. I don't get... Yeah. I mean, I do to a degree, but I really don't get why people are so desperate for like these other films where it's like, of these seven X-Men films, two of them are all right. I don't get why people are like, I want some of those things to maybe potentially cross over into this. It's like, no, just start again. Like, just start. Yeah. Don't bother trying to bring everyone over. Just start again. Just leave Deadpool behind. Just start again. Oh, have you heard? I, I, I know it's only rumours, but have you heard the rumours about that? No. What, about Deadpool? About Deadpool 3. There's no way to rumours. The... Huh? There's no way to rumours. There is. Well, these these rumours I've heard, again, completely rumours, might be. I think they're based off the fact that Ryan Reynolds has moved his company away from where the filming is, like off the film shoot. Um, but supposedly there's rumours that in what I think we all possibly saw coming is Disney were like, yeah, you can make Deadpool 3. And then they started and Disney were like, might have to censor that. <laughs> might have to censor that. And apparently Ryan Reynolds has been like, screw this, I'm out. I, I... But I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true. I don't think they would even agree. I don't think Disney would agree and do it and then go censor that. I don't think. I don't even think they would do that. Also, I think they recently did say that Deadpool will be the only R-rated thing. Yeah. Because then people were saying about like, oh, so that means like Blade isn't going to be. But yeah, Blade just yeah, shouldn't be. They shouldn't bother doing it if it's not if it's not R-rated. I I'm in the boat of you, Deadpool. Whatever. Do Deadpool three. Have him in his own little thing. And then that's it. You got a trilogy. That's good for a character. Fine. Everyone else, just reboot. Don't bring over like half-assed characters. Don't bring over weird, like kind of connected, kind of not connected. Just reboot everything yeah. and have the Marvel be like a consistent universe. Don't be like, well, Hugh Jackman's in as Wolverine for some stuff, but another stuff is not. And then, but just don't bother. Just reboot yeah, yeah. it all. My my thing with Deadpool is I like I love the Deadpool films but I don't think the tone of the Deadpool films will fit in the MCU. So I'm happy for them to keep doing Deadpool stuff, but I'd rather it was just his own series on mm. its own doing kind of like they've done within yeah. like Deadpool within the X-Men film. So far. just finish the third like, film and then stop. Yeah. Yeah. But as in like, I don't, I don't care if they, if they want to keep going, keep going by all means, but don't make it like in the MCU. They didn't have because enough just... material to really get through a first movie, so you know they, they, they were scraping but... the bottom of the barrel in terms of comedy for Deadpool one. So yeah, but as in you know what I mean of like if they want to keep making it because they keep making money, which I'm sure is probably what will happen. Sure, but as in I just don't because I think it would be really weird to have an Avengers film where you know imagine if in Endgame Deadpool turned up and then randomly turned to the camera and was like, "Well, this is a mess, isn't it?" It would be really jarring, I think. Yeah, jarring. But then I also think it'd be jarring if. In Endgame, Magneto and Professor X turned up, and one of them was Ian McKellen, and one of them was yeah, no, no, I, someone I, else. I think, yeah, yeah, like, no, I, agree. I think if they did do that in some weird way, I don't think they would do one or the other. I don't think they would do something like that. I think even, that's the thing of like yeah. if someone doesn't want to return. That's what I mean. Yeah. Of like, but if you bring those two across, then everyone else is different. That's weird. Like, uh, yeah, I understand yeah. that they're good. Some people are good characters, but also it's a case of. Well, you can just give someone else that I, role. Or you I think bring over a couple yeah. like Quicksilver. I think like doing like a couple is fine. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I, don't. I, I think that's even I worse. I think, I think you either do all or none to me. Yeah, I, I see. My thought was that maybe Evan Peters would be the Quicksilver from the X Men universe because Wanda's dragged him across. Whether he'd survive, I wasn't really expecting him to survive past the end of Wanda Vision, and then you could do 
Because that's they're not going to be doing Quicksilver and Wanda as X-Men at this point, because they've already introduced them as non-X-Men. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe she drags, not because he's an X-Men, but because he's her brother, like, drags him across, and then he's there. And then when we go on to X-Men in the MCU, they are this Earth's version of, or this universe's version of the, of the X-Men. And they are all different people. Because, yeah, because they're not going to introduce a Quicksilver X-Men, X-Men now, are they? Because they've already had Quicksilver. No, because they've already had it, a, so they don't yeah. need him again. So, I, yeah. Well, but that's why I was like, if they drag this one person across, wasn't expecting him to survive to the like, past the end of WandaVision, and then you can introduce the X-Men as their own this universe thing. It's mm. kind of what I thought they were going for. Um, I like the so I thought, Yeah, the that's where I thought they were going. But yeah, and then it's it was essentially just an Easter egg for the fans, which is cool, as in, you know, people who are like, oh shit, that guy plays Quicksilver in the X-Men films. That's a neat little Easter egg. But then also is like, I'm I'm enjoyed it in that aspect, but part of me was like looking for the multiverse connection that they said would happen in this, which didn't. Um, well, so I was kids. like, oh, okay, I guess that's not multiverse. I don't know. I feel like it was sort of like in a hinted way. He'd argue like she made her own little universe inside that town, you know, in a way, I think. Well, so I think like the kids. You well, yeah. Well, she makes her own little bubble universe, but like that one, like like a little bubble area. But all the people in there are still people from this Earth playing characters. Um, so I don't think I don't, I didn't see any actual multiverse stuff in this. The kids, still the, the kids. kids. Yeah, the kids. I've said it like four times. Yeah. The kids are clearly. That's what I was saying. In the bubble, screen. this is the sort of different universe in this contained bubble. You know, also yeah. the fact that it ends with the kids being like yeah yeah i think it will but i like... think it's ending with like a that's leading where we're going but as in i didn't necessarily see multiverse stuff in this true but also did they say there was i don't think they did rumors rumors that's rumors, kind of not did <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. i know it's not because every it's like but it's like anything you know there's all these rumors of multiple uh spider-man and actors from all the different well, it's, in, it's because yeah, they said one. specifically that one is going to be in Marvel's Madness, so people then assume yeah, 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 it's going yeah. to be on, be on I know, staff, I know, yeah. I'm wrong. And that's not, that's not like, you know, you can't base uh, your expectations on a TV show for rumours that you've heard that might not be connected. But because they did that thing with Evan Peters, I think they were kind of leaning into that to being like, ooh, multiverse stuff. Nah, we can. I'm, I'm sure they'll get to it at some point. But I keep feeling like they're like, like with Spider-Man, where they're like multiverse. Nah, we're just kidding. True. I think also some of that is because, and again, this is going to sound pretentious, but who cares? Is because of Spider-Verse, people now know what the multiverse is, and they'll ask for it all the time. Yeah. Is that thing of like yeah, possible, yeah, people yeah. weren't necessarily asking for a Spider-Verse film before Spider-Verse. Now it is people like I know that storyline. That, that, Give that me is, that. That is completely. It's true. like all right. What about the sixty odd years of other Spider-Man stories? No, George, that's pretentious. That's, right. that's, that's, that's just facts because. You know, know. Yeah. Well, it's also a bit pretentious in the thing of like, I've read comics, I know all these other storylines. And then to be like, people are only asking for things that they know and they know we, very we, little. Well, yeah, it's like, like, especially like, it's like in DC as well. DC has got loads of multiverse stuff, but they're not, they're not asking for that yet, are they? Whereas as soon, as soon as they do like the Flashpoint or something like that, they will do a multiverse. Yeah, true. They'll want a multiverse. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah. Has anyone got any final points or should we move on to our next? No, I stuff. liked the Vision v Vision stuff. Yep. I thought was the fight good. was relatively clever with the way they were phasing and then locking, and then I really liked that instead of fighting, they had a chat at the end. That's very vision in it. Yeah. It's very, it was very in character, and I like 
enjoyed it. And I assume that, bearing in mind that White Vision just kind of flies off in the end. He just leaves. Uh, that I'm like, uh, that was a bit weird, but I'm pretty sure they've done that. I think the idea was because he was like, I need to kill the Vision. I don't know who the Vision is. And then I think he's like, I, I would, I'm the Vision. Actually, so I think they're like... I generally thought he was going, they to, were like, I was going to destroy himself. I thought they were going south yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Well, I, thought I, that's I, what I think they they've left for. it to be like, yep, Vision flew off to kill himself. And then they're totally going to be like, just kidding, he's back because Vision's what? still around and everyone's going to be like, yeah, we totally realised that. I, I, I don't think they off. left it with him being like, he yeah. flew off to kill himself. I think because he's got his mummies back, he knows who he is now and he goes off to light. Maybe. Yeah. I think he's, uh, I think he he definitely said what, he was going to do something. I think he's literally doing what Wanda's doing, going like, I'm going to go to a cabin and figure myself out. Or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, he's yeah you'll find the, like, the other like, end of... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm assuming uh, they're yeah, going to use that to bring Vision back. He's basically in the Arctic Yeah. He's going to build his own fortress of stolen yeah. He's actually He's actually just in a car park somewhere, plugged into one of those Tesla chargers. <laughs> but the Vision hasn't got the mind stone, so he runs on double A's. Yeah, he's got, he's got yeah. thing in there. Just desperately <laughs> trying to buy some Eurocell batteries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, in general, really like the movie. But do we want to move on to our next thing that we're going to oh. do? Uh, which is something we've talked about uh, a couple of times and we've never got around to because we've run out of time because we talk a lot. Um, but we're going to do our rankings of the MCU. We have 24 entries, if we're including one division. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the best way of doing it is maybe one person does their like... 24. Bottom five. Well, I don't know if it's best to go one, duh, 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 or someone just does it in chunks. So I was going to say someone does it in chunks. Oh. Someone does theirs in chunks and someone else does theirs in chunks. I'm sorry if you want to discuss it now, but what about maybe doing the first 14, then leaving the top 10? Just like two. Maybe? Yeah, can do. Yeah. If you guys want to put that on, just straight away, yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Let's do that. Cool. So who wants to go first? I don't mind going first. Is it my show, Yeah, you go. So my bottom 14, I guess, and I'll talk briefly about them, is at the bottom... Um, is th- awful. I feel like that's going to be a pretty consistent placing for a lot of that stuff. Uh, my number twenty-three is the Incredible Hulk. Were you sorry, George? I, I think, think some of the action scenes are right, but generally, you George, you think cut off. I, I, so I can sorry. infer. I, did. I can infer that you said Thor: The Dark World, oh. but you went. Th- uh, 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 I did. Uh, 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 what? And in twenty-three. Oh, fair. Well, I, I said. I went for the Dark World, <laughs> and then I was like, I feel like that's going to be a pretty consistent placing. Looked yeah. at you two, and you were both like... So well, I, I know, like, okay, A, I, 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 I vaguely it. know what your list is, and B, I can infer, because I know it's your least favourite film from Thur, that you were going for Thor the Dark World. Oh, so, yeah, so, like, so number 24. <laughs> number 24, Thor the Dark World, very clearly the bottom. Uh, number 23 is Incredible Hulk. These bottom ones are going to be pretty universal with everyone. Number 22 is Thor... Uh, 21, I've got Iron Man 3. It's the worst of the Iron Man films. Yeah. Uh, uh, number 20 is Captain Marvel. I don't hate women. I just uh, didn't care for a lot of things in that film. Uh, num- number 19 is Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> mm. I know it's low, but that's not a good film. Deal with it, Alex. Number 18 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, number 17 is Iron Man 2, which I will defend is not that bad a film. I feel like it gets shit on for no reason. Number 16 is Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 15 is Black Panther. Mm. And number 14 is Doctor Strange. 
I feel like we should also point out, I feel like it's going to be a thing of all of us. There are kind of tiers of there's like bottom ones, which are yeah. terrible. Then there's a lot of middle ones, which could go in any order. Um, number 13 is Ant-Man. Number 12 mm. is uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. And number 11 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. Nice. My, again, I feel like especially like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Black Panther, a lot of those best ones jumble around a lot for me. You break up again. It's quality content. That's quality. my list. It's high budget. Yeah. To be fair, he finished the list. Like, yeah, he did finish the list, yeah. Yeah. I did finish the list. Yeah, so. you did. You, you finished there. the list. We might lose the bit of context or whatever you said at the end, but he finished to the be list. Fair, well, literally... the thing I said at the end was just a lot of like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Ant-Man. Those first movies are kind of jumble around and interchangeable to me. I was realized, we, yeah. we might be like 100 episodes in now, and I think people know by now we're not high budget. Yeah. yeah. We are not even well, low budget. We are no budget. Yeah. That's true. We're literally the equivalent of like a B-movie podcast, yeah. I'll say. The budget for this week was I spent £3 to buy Time Bandits. Ooh. I did less than that. I spent I spent £1.50 in CX and bought DVD. Fair, fair. <laughs> I already owned it. Ah. <laughs> Callum's lost anyway, focus. Oh, Callum's back in focus. I lost focus when I heard that. I went free. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that yeah. is my 24 to 11, I guess. Hmm. I think a couple of their sort of spotting yours, like, I I, don't, I think we, we enjoyed Spoiler a little, little bit earlier. It wasn't in there, like, you put Black Panther a bit low, because that's quite highly acclaimed amongst the Marvel films. It's quite low on what's True. Important. I've got Black Panther really quite low on mine. I've got, I've got, a, which I'm like, oh no, I've got the two like, right, kind of near the bottom. I have, so we're not, we're, are we still recording? Yeah, of course. Well, well, okay, I was in cut this out, but I was like, I've got the ones that everyone's going to give me shit for putting at the bottom, which is Black Panther yeah. and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right, my bottom, my bottom is pretty similar to George's, like the bottom four or five, or four, I think. Mm. So yeah, in twenty-four, I also have Thor: The Dark World. And then in 23, also have The Incredible Hulk, because they are just by far the two worst films in the MCU. Uh, then in 22, I have Iron Man 3 as well. I still, I also think that's the worst of the Iron yeah. Man trilogy by a really long way, that it kind of baffles me when everyone hates on Iron Man 2. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, then in 21, I have Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, th sorry, those three, those last three are my, like, bad tier. They're, like, the bad films in the MCU. I would rank those three. Um, then I have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I think is like an enjoyable but essentially kind of pointless movie. Um, as in, like, it sets up some stuff for Endgame, but I don't know. It was just seemed a bit like near to me. I do think Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of, or Ant-Man, kind of the rough deal of it always comes out in the worst spot. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, Ant-Man came out between Avengers and Civil War, and then so Ant-Man and Wasp came out... Two Avengers films. Yeah, and then Ant-Man and Wasp essentially came out between Infinity War and Endgame, but, like, yeah, it always gets this dumping ground of a really bad position. So yeah, I do feel I, a bit I sorry I feel like they're it, expecting but... it to not do that well, so they're like, we'll just put it in that gap. Yeah. Um, Yep, and then in 20, I have Thor. Um, those two are kind of like the in-betweeny between the levels, because they're kind of... But yeah. And then in my, like... So then, then they're like the okay films, and then the next films are all the, like, 
good films but aren't like the greatest mm. which is in 19 i have captain marvel um mostly because the, my issues with that film are that i'm not a, the biggest fan of like i didn't think captain marvel was that great mostly because she just immediately has like three films of development to become super powerful um but actually my biggest issue is that it doesn't really go with the mcu history very well of like in avengers they make a big thing about nick fury being like oh well the reason we all prepared is because thor turned up and destroyed a small town and we realized that aliens exist and then they went and did this film and then suddenly they were like oh no there was an actual full-on neil near earth destroying alien invasion that everyone knew about in the 80s but when thor 90s. turned up they were like huh 90s 90s, 90s either way yeah, but, yeah but then when thor turned up they were like we better prepare for aliens and then also the whole thing about the last time i trusted someone i lost an eye and then it was funny to be like oh look his eye got clawed out by a cat but equally it was like you trusted the cat yeah but that's not what that's definitely not what samuel l jackson was thinking of when he said that line back in captain america oh my phone's just turned off uh in 18 i think it is mm-hmm. um is black panther um which like I, it's still it's still a good film i just it's not personally one of my favorites um i think the cgi ironically let it down bearing in mind i think it won like an oscar for that yeah, that did, that did um, baffle me a little bit. I think the same thing of the, the fight between um, him and um, what was his name? Uh, uh, Killmonger at the end. Um, the CGI where the, it was facing between them, in my opinion, again, not CGI, it looked terrible. I, I, yeah, really yeah the rhinos as well were very CGI. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I, I, you know, that's still, this is still in my good film. Like, so much of the MCU is good that it, me putting this at the bottom is going to make everyone think I don't like these films. I do. I just like it's just ranking them, isn't it? Yeah. Well, like I said, I like twenty-one out of twenty-four films, or films and TV show. So you know, um, but yeah, Black Panther. I just I didn't put, like. I thought Black Panther was really cool in Civil War, and I didn't think he was quite as cool in his own film. But yeah, uh, number seventeen, I have Iron Man two, which I, yeah, I don't think is as bad as everyone else. Hey. hey. I don't think it's as bad as everyone else. As a lot of people make out, it's definitely not as good as the first one. And, you know, it's still relatively low down in my list, but I still quite enjoy that film. Uh, Number 16, I have Doctor Strange. Uh, 15, I have Spider-Man Far From Home. 14, I have the first Ant-Man, which is like, I still really quite like the first Ant-Man. It's one of those like proper like, hey, I enjoyed that. That was funny easy watching kind of films uh number 13 i have guardians of the galaxy volume 2 um number 12 i have wandavision which is midway on my mcu list but i'm looking at all the films around it like i love all of these films so it being midway isn't bad uh and then in 11 i have spider-man homecoming same Oh, you want to move on? Oh, sorry. What's your feeling safe now? Uh, so. We're doing the top 10 in a bit, aren't we? Oh, no, but I wonder if you could say enough about your list. <laughs> um, no, well, uh, like I said, is like, yeah, just because these aren't in the top 10 doesn't mean I don't like them. Because, yeah. as I said, I like 21 out of 24 of the MCU films, and therefore there are three that I'd be like, I don't really like these films. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's more like my list. I looked at it more like, um, 
some of the lists, I, some of these are, I, high, I high rate them higher than others, but I put them more like, what films have I gone back and rewatched the most? Because some films that are probably like more highly acclaimed, I just don't really watch those. I don't get I still think they're good films. Also. I, think, I think nearly all the films on these lists are good, but in some way, but yeah. But my list yep. is, um, you, you'll guess it, for Dark World, I think we can all agree. Like, I, I think I've watched that like twice, not going back and watch it again, to be fair, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. That's a given. Yeah. Then Iron Man 3. Yeah, again, we always yeah. just gone through that. The next one is is the first four film. I really, again, don't like a film looking back. When, it's one thing, when it first came out, I thought it was fine. The more I look at the back of it, it's like, and it, like you said, Natalie Portman, this wasn't great. And it came, um, four as well as a character, wasn't, didn't even know what to do with him yet, so it wasn't great. Yeah. Then the next film... I feel like I, that film maybe suffered from like a low budget, because so much of that film is Thor without powers in a tiny little desert town. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think it's just weirdly written yeah. and weirdly directed and weirdly, like boring yeah. i agree at the time i definitely was like this is fine i enjoy it yeah but going back i'm like Ooh. yeah and the next film is um i sort of like the fan a little bit i i don't think the incredible hulk is, is terrible i think it's fine as a whole Fair. i so i think when i joined when it first came out i admit at mark was obviously far better as the hulk obviously but i think i liked what he was he was trying to go for in this film obviously they completely scrapped lots of those ideas i think the ideas he did in the film could have worked but you know yeah then I put then my number twenty. I have I'm Iron Man two again. I know it's not like, like I said that's not the worst in the world. But I didn't enjoy it that much. And again, that's one film I've not really gone back and watched loads. Although I do like um, uh, Hammer in it. What's his name? Uh, Justin. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's it, what's uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam, I do like him in it. Yeah, he is. I he is like someone I'd love to see come back. Mm. Yeah, I would like that. And then uh, my number nineteen is Captain Marvel. Yeah, I thought the film was obviously like enjoying. Same. Enjoy, enjoy, ah, nice. Um, was enjoying parts like you said. It wasn't like the strongest in, in, in all of it. I've gone out of focus again. <laughs> uh, okay, this is standby technical difficulties. Yeah. Callum is just blurry now. There you go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, number eighteen is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Again, a film where at the time that came out, I knew it wasn't good. The first one, I thought was fine, but after seeing. The levels of like the films get later, it really does go down further and further and further, I found. And it's a very cheesy film. It is very cheesy. And, and I realized, like the first is, but there's redeeming aspects of the first, but the second is just like, oof. It, it was actually rehashed the first film to a different setting pretty much as well. In a lot of it's areas. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, number 17 is Ant-Man. Again, actually, one of the only MCU films I've not seen in cinema because when it first came out, I didn't think it looked that good. But again, it's a fun, 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 fun film. I like Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. Number 16 is actually Ant Man the Wasp, which I actually enjoyed more than other people, I think. I, I, really? Yeah, I actually don't mind that film. I quite enjoyed it. Better than the first one, I thought, actually. I really? Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's better than the first That's, that's me, though. You know, I, yeah. I, I agree. You know, I, I don't think enough. it's terrible. I, you know, I've got but... some. I've got a controversial one in number 10, I know I'm going to get shit. I have a controversial one. So fine, but I'm. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. like I would disagree that the second is better than the first, but fair enough. No, also, I, I think Ant Man is one of those characters that is like better in the um, like Avengers. team up films. Yeah, mm. see that. Yeah, same with Iron Man, really, because actually two of the three Iron Man films aren't that great, but Iron mm. Man is like a character all through the MCU is brilliant. Well, yeah. and Thor as well. Yeah, 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 and then my number fifteen is Doctor Strange. Again, I like that film, but. I'm all excited to see what they do in the sequel. So overall, overall, mm. um, fourteen is uh, Far From Home. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say about the film. I like the film, but 
not as good the first one. This is my controversial number first scene because everyone I know waited higher. I don't get the hype for this film. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It's great. Ooh, I don't get that. I I think it's, it's it's a great film. I don't get the hype. Fair, personally, I I really like it. I think like if I had to pick like what is the best made film in the MCU, I think I'd pick Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Can see that. But it's not my favorite film in the MCU. But I would like if it was like, oh, what's like the best, like the best film, yeah. like you know, ignoring all of the mm. like hype about stuff, I would probably say that that's like the best directed yeah. film kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, fair. My number twelve is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, mm-hmm. Really great film. And my number eleven, my number eleven is Iron Man. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's my. I sort of put mine as more like in my least favourite list. I wouldn't put any of these. I say, I say the last three are the ones I like, don't like, and don't really want to fancy watching again. But the rest yeah. of them I'm happy watching it through. Yeah. yeah, they do kind of change around. They are very, very similar. This is my list I wrote like a month ago. A month ago, yeah, when we were, when we were, when we were doing this well. So I'm, some of these in my head might have changed a bit, but I've not thought about it, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go around 10. 10. Yeah. Do we all do 10, then all do 9 and work our way up? Cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, so my place. number ten is the Avengers. Ooh. It's a film that I did see a lot in cinemas. I really liked. I think it is a film though that every time I go back, I'm like, this feels very, very dated. There's still a lot of like nostalgia and that connection of enjoying those characters coming together, mm. but yeah. it's so corny and cheesy that every time I watch yeah. it, I am like, Oof, this this does not age well. Like two years later, it's so. fun though, isn't it? I think it's still yeah, yeah. I, still I, I fun. I still like seeing those characters. I still remember, you know, going to see that movie and all those memories connected. Yeah, it is just rewatching it like again recently or like last year, whatever. With my parents, I'm like, this already feels like the most dated of all the Marvel films. Yeah, it's very like that's, n- that's fair. 90- see, yeah, there's there's something or... about that film for me that I will always love because it is just it's the first time the Avengers come together that will never not be exciting for me, but it's, mm. yeah, it's very cheesy. Oh, that, but that, I that have shot my, where it spins hard. around them all is just, you know, you, you, yeah. you have to get that, can you? Yeah. yeah. It, it's still really enjoyable. It is just, like, everyone's written the same. All the jokes are very cheesy and corny. The plot isn't fantastic. Like, all, all these things that at the time I was, like, blinded by because it's the Avengers that going back, I'm like, well, I've got better Avengers films now that looking yeah, at it, yeah. actually, considering it's, like, eight years old, it, feels the most dated to me mm. yeah uh my number 10 which is gonna be my controversial one and uh, george already gave me shit for this yesterday so he's gonna give me more shit for it now so hopefully I did. his camera will hopefully his feed will keep cutting out um Probably. but my number 10 is avengers age of ultron which isn't i'm gonna point what? out i know i because i just really enjoy seeing the avengers together it's still my lowest down avengers film I thought mine was controversial. And also, just... I will point out, I haven't rated it as high. Like, like I think that The Winter Soldier is the That's best made film. In the top ten. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I just enjoy it. Like, but in the same way that I'd say, Cap- like, The Winter Soldier is probably the best made film, but it isn't my number one. This is in my top ten, but it isn't the tenth best film in the MCU. Like, I have rated a lot of the below films higher. But no, I, I just know how rankings work. Is what we worked out. <laughs> no, because I just my number ten, it. but I've put it at number ten. Yeah, it's my lowest. Well, no, of my as 10. in like it's my tenth favorite. Doesn't the, there's a difference between my favorite and what I think is technically yeah. the, like the best made and things. 
like Fast and Furious. I love the Fast and Furious films, but they're all shit, terrible films. But they're still fun. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my number ten, which is still the lowest down of all the Avengers films, including Civil War. I mean, quite rightly, because it's not good. Like there are some good parts of it, but yeah, it's very yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my num- I just enjoy Avengers fighting together. It's fun. Uh, my number ten is um, uh, Black, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, I know, like that's more like a critically, critically acclaimed film, and like, but it, yeah, I still, I still enjoyed. It. I thought it was a great film. I loved, loved uh, Charlie Boseman in it, but um, it's not my favorite. But I definitely think it deserved to be in the top ten. So I put it in my tenth. Fair. It's one I've also watched Fair. a lot as well. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fair. Nice. Mine is Captain America: uh... The Winter Soldier. Because I feel like that film always gets overlooked. And like it is the worst, I guess, of the Cap trilogy, but I actually Cap has a really solid trilogy. What are you on about? Do you mean the first Avenger? Did I not say the first Avenger? No, you said you said Winter Soldier. Yeah. My number nine is Captain America the First Avenger. That's mine as well. <laughs> a film that I feel always gets overlooked yeah, because it is the like, worst overlooked. of the Cap trilogy, but Cap has a very solid trilogy. Callum, if you could cut out my uh mm-hmm. faux pas no. there, that'd be great. No. This whole episode is hardly getting cut out. Technical difficulties, everything staying in. Um, and your McDonald's is staying in as well. <laughs> uh, my number nine is also Captain America the First Avenger. I completely agree with what you just said. I think it's underrated. It's one of my, it's one of my favorites. It's one I've watched loads. And also, I think we're a more unique film just because of like, you know, more of a unique setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the film. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I really like it as well. Uh, my number eight is Iron Man. It's a classic. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, so, uh, my number eight is actually uh, the Avengers. Mm. Mm. But yeah, again, lost like you know, all says great fun film. Did, maybe, maybe not age very well, but no matter what, I can't love watching it. Like you're not sort of get like nostalgic about. I know it's nostalgic. I thought, yeah. yeah, nostalgic. Yeah, because that, that was actually yeah. the first MC film I saw in the cinema as well. Because before that, I didn't really. I was watching on sort of like t- TV at the time. I didn't really get into Marvel back then. Mm. Was, oh, Avengers when I was like, yes. Yeah. I remember my mate telling me that all the films were connected. I think it was after Thor came out. So it was after Yeah, I didn't realize either. Iron Man, Hulk and Thor. Cuz I knew by the time Captain America came around. But yeah, I think it was around just after Thor came out and my mate was like, "You know these films are all connected, right? And they're going to do a big team up at the end." And I was like, "What?" Yeah, at the time that was like like amazed me of Did you not work that out from the end credits of Incredible Hulk? I don't think I Apparently saw it. not. I don't think I saw the when end credits. Iron Man turns up. I don't think I saw the end credits. Apparently so. not. Well, Iron Man was the first one I saw in cinemas, so that was also my number eight. So there you go. Nice. I've seen all of them in cinemas. I think, I think I'm going to come out when I was like 10, I think. 2008? Yeah, 10. Yeah, I yeah. still really like, you know, yeah. I saw Spider Man in cinemas. No, it's just, like, like, well, it's just like when I was younger, it was up to my parents what I saw, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw Iron Man, it was just after my mum had got an iPod. And we had a TV with a dock in it that was like this big in the kitchen. That takes me back. My mum was like, we don't need to spend five minutes driving up the road to Blockbuster and five minutes coming back. You know, if we're five minutes choosing, that's 15 minute round trip. We can just download and rent on this and watch on the TV. So we clicked download to rent and it took over two hours to download the film before we could start watching it. That's funny. And then we watched it on the tiny TV in the kitchen. Nice. Uh-huh. Anyway, good times. Uh my number seven is Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Nice. Great film. Uh, 
I know that some people don't like it. I don't really understand the criticism that it's like half a movie because yes, it is like. I think it's self-contained quite well. Well, also it's the thing of like it is very much part one of two. Mm. If you're like, well, it's only half a movie. It's like yes, you have no idea how movies work. I guess then, like, I don't understand that criticism. Mm. To be fair, though. Well, I was going to say of the two-part movies. I would say Avengers Infinity War is the most standalone of the two-part movies. If yes. you've like Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2, which are very much one continuous story with a break in the middle. At least this is like two chapters of the same story. Yeah, I agree. No, but I think it's all this, yeah. so I think people just can't comprehend the idea that... Because in that film, technically, the villain, obviously... That, that's, it's, it's one of those weird films where, like, you know, like Evil won. And people can't comprehend mm-hmm. that. In people's heads, I think the end is, you know, when the hero wins. You know, yeah. That might be a little bit as well. Do you remember our uh, Deadpool for Infinity War, where uh, Beth oh, yeah. like picking randomly, and we all stood there when we'd seen her choices. Like, <laughs> they're not going to pick all the new people to die. What a fucking silly choice! And then we lost. Yeah, yeah. In that... hindsight, it was very obvious. Yeah, yeah. Beth won the didn't she? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't even care. His last funny things. <laughs> Yeah, she was the one who didn't really care, just wanted yeah. to be part of it. Yeah, she, she, uh, you, you gave it a part and she went, okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. Probably chucked it in the bin as I soon think, as we all left. I think, I think Alex took it. Yeah, I heard. I was going to say, I feel like it's going to end up with us, but... Yeah. Not me, for the record, Arthur Alex. Oh, Alex, yeah. But anyone not listening that's who, my... who our friends yeah. are. That's my number seven. Mm. Cool. Avengers Infinity War. Nice. My number seven is Iron Man. Mm. Again, kind of for the same reasons of George, like... I think it's a really good film. It's also that nostalgia of this was the first film. Um, I think Robert Downey Jr. is really good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really, really enjoy like Iron Man being one of my favorite, if not my favorite hero in the MCU yeah. as well. Like, I just love Iron Man, and yeah, really cool. It film. brings such a smile to my face putting it back on and hearing Tony, Tony, Tony! and not getting that sweet Don Cheadle you get Tony. In the script, spelled T O N E E E E E E E E E. Tony. Nice. Cal. Is me next? Yeah. My number seven is WandaVision. Yeah, because um, I actually would have put this higher, but not gonna lie, I first said earlier, I still would love the show, but the last episode kind of brought it down a bit for me. Not gonna lie. Still thought it was really mm-hmm. good, but I, I actually had this higher originally. I was going like, I put down a little bit because I kind of like as a whole, I kind of put it down. It's still amazing though, you know. Overall, but yeah, it's one of the seven. Yeah, yeah. See, I've got it in twelve. Uh, I think it's amazing. So yeah, I I also have not yet got to it. For those of you who can remember my list throughout all of the glitches, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. there you go. Uh, my number six is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I feel like we kind of touched on it. Well, it's kind of touching it. It's a very fun movie. It's really well directed. It yeah, made yeah. a very boring character very interesting. It and really, I really like it. It really did, yeah. Yeah. Thor is so, so much better since Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok is my number six. Yeah. If you'd have told me after Thor 2, or even after Age of Ultron, that they were like, hey, the only original Avenger that's going to get a fourth film is Thor, I'd have been like, great. Really? Now I'm like, yes. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited for Love and Thunder. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, my number six is... I'll get it right. I'll get the name right this time. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Hey, oh, got the right hey. one. So. Hey. Yeah, really well-made really... film. 
um yeah nice and it's one of those films as well it's like the longer the longer it's been between i watch it i tend to be like oh i really enjoy iron man or i really enjoy Th- uh, thor ragnarok and i'll like move those past it and then i rewatch winter soldier and i'm like oh yeah now i remember why it's really well liked and all of that See, and i move it back up i might do that as well but like i think someone what again for some reason i rewatched first Avenger a lot a lot of the time but i don't rewatch winter soldier yeah yeah my number six is guns galaxy first one Again, Ooh. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy films. They're amazing. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, one, it's actually one of the first as well. When I went, to, I went to cinema when I saw this one. I went, and I went with my friend, and we sort of went, "What is God?" Because I never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy before. Yeah, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people did, to be fair, depending on how you know deep you go into comics and that. But yeah, I looked mm. and I went, "Hmm, we'll go see it because it's Marvel." And then we went out and went like, "That was amazing. <laughs> that was so good." You know, yeah. yeah before I went in, there, I was really going like, "It's going to be shit." I don't know. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah, again, looking back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great film. I didn't, think, I didn't think it would necessarily be bad, but I remember being like, well, "I don't really like." When they were like, "We're doing Guardians of the Galaxy," and I was like, "Okay, I, I don't re- really know what that is." Really... Which is why, yeah, yeah, this I... is why I say about Shang Chi and Eternals is mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know about anything about them. I'm particularly excited, but that was the same that I was before Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so it doesn't not mean anything. It was also I left it really late as well. Like normally I see the Marvel film when the first week comes out, but this one I left it proper light. It had like three days left to go for it. Left cinemas, and I was like. Do you know what? I will see it. I did, literally did that. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up seeing it loads because normally, like, with a Marvel film, everyone would be like, oh, it's coming out this week. Let's go see it. Um, which I did. I ended up doing with my parents on, like, a whim because we were supposed to go somewhere else and, like, missed the train. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then because people hadn't heard about it and I think people went later than normal, but then. I think they did, yeah. The more people heard about it, the more people were like, wait, it's really good? Okay. And I ended up being like weeks and weeks later, people still were like, oh, I actually mean to see this film. I want to see this film now. I've heard it's good. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. Watched yeah. like four times in the cinema, which is really strange for me back then. Hmm. Yeah. yeah George, what's number five? My number five is WandaVision. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like Callum. Uh, the first like couple of episodes or whatever, I put it high and then it kind of moved down. But I still genuinely think it's really, really good. So it's great. Yeah, five. definitely. Yep. Uh, my number five is Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not much to add because it's all kind of the same thing George said last uh, last time round. But yeah, really like the film. I I think it's really good. And yeah, they lose at the end. That's kind of half the fun of that film. Um, I say fun. Half of the appeal of that film, maybe. I don't know if it's fun yeah. to watch all of your beloved characters die. You know they're coming yeah. back. Though. You know they're coming back. Yeah. But who are they going to lose in the meantime? That was the question. Well, even then, have they lost anyone? Of, of, no of one, because they're Widow? all coming back. Yeah, Vision's back. The only one that's actually gone, see where shall we go, is, is Black Widow. No, Black Widow's got a film. I know it's a pretty yeah. Yeah. It, Literally, yeah. the only person that I don't think we're going to... Well, see I don't know about Black Widow, Soldier. The only person we haven't we aren't seeing in phase four almost immediately is Captain America. And yeah. and Iron Man, right? Well, Supposedly Iron Man's gonna well, be in America. Captain America's in what if? If you count that. Well we don't count no. that because I don't know what it is. It's voice count. acting, you know that. That doesn't count. It does. It's also not cr- canon. The whole Evans point back. of that show is it's what if, so it's intentionally not canon. Yeah. Still see. Okay, but Black Black Black's prequel then. Yeah, I know, but it's still, but it's still a, a film. Cool it's still starring Charlotte Johansson. I, I, I still count what It's if. still canon within the oh, universe. All right, sure. Count what yeah. if everyone's back. Maybe. Is Robert Downey Jr. doing Everyone apart from Captain America is back. What's your... Has everyone number fives? Oh, no. Callum. 
Uh, Civil War, my number five. Nice. I, I, I really enjoyed that film. It was basically an Avengers film. I was in Hulk and Fallen in it, so it basically wasn't then. Um, I count that as an Avengers film. I do in a way, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's Avengers point five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, or I specifically, maybe I don't count it as an Avengers film. What I definitely don't count it as is a solo film. It's basically it's Avengers Civil War in a way, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I kind of don't know why they didn't advertise it like that because I feel like well, I mean, no, it probably because I, I don't watch thing is about Captain America. I think as a whole and Winter Soldier obviously is part of you know it's kind of it's about as main isn't it? It's kind of like yeah. an Iron Man. And yeah, Captain I do America think it is a five. Captain America. Yeah, it's like I'm a Captain America point five. I'd say. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. Yeah. It's number five. Uh, my number four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Nice. I think that uh, for me. I really like the first one. I think the second one is maybe like some of those rough edges are kind of taken off. Everyone's a lot more fun. They introduce Mantis, who's really enjoyable. They introduce Kurt Russell. And also I really like the kind of development of Yondu and those characters and the idea of like the family nature behind it and stuff. I think all those messages are just better in the second one for me. So I prefer it. But yeah, it's my number four. I definitely prefer the first one, but fair enough. Uh, You also like Avengers Age of Ultron that much. So, you know. Again, I'm not. Calm down, George. Jesus. <laughs> you know. My number four is the first Avengers film. Again, definitely not like very cheesy. Everything that you guys have said before is very true. However, the nostalgia of the first time the Avengers team up is never not going to be to me. So. Okay. Anyone listening on the podcast, I just went, ah! I've just realised that not that that, that, that still again. doesn't show them what you did. You just went. Ah. I went. Uh, yeah, that's true. I went. Ah, and I shook wait. and acted all very like an excited four-year-old. There we go. It's like a little baby walling his hands. Um, and <laughs> my number four is Infinity War. Nice. Again, I think we're going to that a lot more now. I I, I really enjoyed the film. I don't think it's as it's actually getting as good as the second film, yeah. but um, yeah, we, we enjoy it, and like I said, it's, it's definitely a self-contained film, I don't care what it was like George said, it's self-contained, but yeah, it works really well. I think it does even better than like, like how you got all these two-part films, this really isn't a two-part, it was separated quite well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it is a two-parter, but that's still fine, because that's what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, if you're going into that part one of two being like, I hope they conclude the whole story, then you just don't understand how movies yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, my number three is Captain America Civil War. Uh, we kind of talked about it. I really like it. I do think it is a Captain America like centric movie, which is why they advertise it as that. But I do really like the how they handle that storyline and all the characters kind of getting a moment to shine, and there's some really good moments in it and stuff. So that's my number yeah. three. Hmm. My number three. I realised I forgot to say when my epic tier top tier came in, which was from infinity war um but yeah my number three is the first guardians of the galaxy because i love that film nice yeah yep. i just really yeah. enjoy those no, characters yeah. I also i think i think it's kind of a bonus for me that i went in really kind of not knowing what it was going to be i remember thinking the trailers looked interesting but i wasn't necessarily expecting anything great from that film and i came out like holy crap no. mm. um yeah. my number three is guardians of the galaxy volume two um, I actually get like so I think some of what George said. I I enjoy this film one of the first one, which is kind of controversial to some people. So people are like how I really like Kurt Russell in this film. I think Yondu is obviously great in this film. All the characters I think I developed even better in this film. I love Baby Groot. The soundtrack is also I think even be- even even better in the first one. 
So yeah, that's why I put that this high. I love that film. I come out of it going. That's like, the thing. Yeah, I, I agree with Callum. Of like, I like the first one, but I think the second one just does everything the first one does just as well. But then add stuff on top. Of add, it, yeah, add stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think there's anything in the first one that's necessarily done better than in the second one. To be honest. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh my number two is Avengers Endgame. We're in the endgame now. Same. We're in the endgame. Uh yeah, it's it's such a brilliant conclusion to all those movies. I really like the story. Uh and like the characters and we get some great payoff for twenty movies, which is a huge feat to do. And there's there's issues with it, definitely, but it, it is a movie that like watching it felt like an epic. It felt like a huge event. Yeah. And that sort of thing, and it's it's just well handled, I think. Yeah. Hmm. My number two is Captain America: Civil War. Ooh, why? Just really like that film. I'm amazed how well they did with that film. Looking back, with like all the characters they had, and also introducing Black Panther and Spider Man. Um, and, and it wasn't in Avengers film, technically. Both as well. of who, yeah, both of who were great in that film. Um, yeah. Not to shit on DC, but I'm about to shit on DC briefly. Of like when they were like, "Cool, we're gonna do a Justice League film and introduce two new characters," and somehow didn't do very well. And Civil War had like ten characters, and they were like, "And we're gonna introduce another two as well," and somehow managed to do it way better. But yeah, no, I must be honest. I think Black Panther. Might be the best way I've seen Black Panther in any of the films that she's in Civil War. I think it's the best we've seen it. Yeah, like Black Panther is really yeah. cool in Civil War. Yeah. And in Black Panther, I think he's cool, but I actually end up preferring. Uh, what's the? Uh, I can't remember her, her name. The the Michonne from The Walking Dead. Oh, um, yeah, I, I can't remember the character's name either, but I know you mean yeah. Okoye. Okoye. Yeah, I end up thinking that Okoye is cooler in Black Panther, mostly because. She does just as much butt kicking as Black Panther, and he has powers and she doesn't. Well, no, but I'm like, I, just give it to her, mate. I, I think with him, I just love his revenge arc, and also I love the line where it's like, "Oh yeah, my name's this." He's like, "I don't care." <laughs> I just love the whole arc with him. Yeah. yeah. And then it comes back, and then game. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Payoff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then uh. So so it's not a, a, a number two. Yeah, number two is also end game, which I don't like. Same as George. Yeah, I feel like film was just this is so the film was just so much fun. I just walked out of like in complete shock and awe of the whole thing, uh, and I just want to put really hard because it was just one of what, what came, came out. I wanted to see so many times more. It was so cool, such a fun film. Mm. Yeah, and that's it. It did feel like a big event, big epic, which it yeah. was. Yeah, it's it's like I'm assuming it's like it's, it's like that feeling of like if you saw Star Wars, like you know, like like Empire Strikes Back came out, come out going like you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, lads. Number one. My number one is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It ah. is got the tightest script. I think that a lot of the characterizations are really good. It took a character who I liked in the first Avenger, but I have issues with that. I still think it's a really, really good movie, but I do think there's like some issues with it. But they kind of stripped all of them away. Mm. I think yeah. it made Black Widow like more interesting. It introduced Falcon. It kind of changed the world with like Shield taken down. It felt appropriate like it's just so many aspects of that movie are just so well done yeah. and it's yeah. like probably the best like tightest most like clear plot elements to it i think yeah yeah like, yeah i don't know what other else to say other than that is a damn great film i shouldn't like where my epic films start i don't know 
Oh, God. They're all great. They're all great. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, yeah, Where does number... Tier 7 start? <laughs> you got more tiers than bloody Boris tier Johnson, seven mate. Start, that's from London through. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, my number one is Endgame. Because, nice. yeah. A, I love a, I love a, like, you know, you know, like the kid that would get all of their action figures and like have a massive fight. Yeah. That was me. Um, but yeah, just like the payoff from the end of all of these films, and yeah, like George said, there are like some issues, especially kind of I guess around the time travel aspect. But I really don't care. I love it. Um, the characters in it are great. Like, there's a lot of really good payoff to like Tony Stark and Steve Rogers and. Yeah, yeah every, just, everyone gets everyone great. The the Avengers Assemble scene and the Cap Mjolnir th- yeah. scene, um, just like chills, man, chills. Yells. I love it. Nice. But yeah, I think uh, for my number one, mine was more like I thought like what film I seen the most, especially in cinema as well, and it's more like I just really enjoyed it. Always like easy to come watch. Endgame was obviously the closer for me though. It had to be for Ragnarok for me personally. I'm not saying it's the best like quality film in the MCU, but I thought it's one I've watched most, one I've enjoyed the most, probably my favourite one out of the lot. To be fair, so I've really enjoyed it. I think I saw it in the cinema like four times. To be fair, just going back and forth, I thought it was great. But yeah, I can't so much about this. I just I really enjoyed that film, and it just shocked me how you could turn the first two very mediocre four films and make this their third one is brilliant you know so yeah I really enjoyed yeah. it and also love Mark Ruffalo's films one and you know the chemistry between him and four mm. yeah that's my MC thank you yep yeah cool. there we go everyone that's our top 24 Marvel films we got yeah, for our it top, guys our top 24 they're all top <laughs> yep we, we got for it guys we got through high fives wait Alex can do like a on the uh, lovely, lovely bit of foley yeah, work. Three, two, one. That's Why are you rubbish. going that way? <laughs> well, because you're there to me. Are you over there? Well, if you th- if anyway, you th- podcast, podcast, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is what Fulai, what we call it? Uh, it Fulai, yes. Fulai. Fulai. Yeah, there we go. I remembered. Fantastic. I was paying attention <laughs> I like that. Fantastic. What did I think of that last week? I did think of it last week. No. Uh, yeah, so this was my choice. I picked Time Bandits, mm. which is a 1981 film directed by Terry Gilliam, written by uh, Gilliam and Michael Palin, uh, and starring a bunch of people, a lot of, uh, a lot of people, cameos yeah. and such. Um, but it basically tells the story of Kevin, who's this 11-year-old boy who loves fantasy and imagining, uh, and he gets swept onto this uh, quest through time with uh, bless you, with the Time Bandits, uh, which are a lovable gang of thieves, I guess. Mm, uh, yeah. So, what did you guys think, uh, Callum? What did you think of Time Bandits? I thought it was a, I thought it was a great film, and really, but really fun, really enjoyable. And um, I can tell Togum is very um, Monty Python esque, isn't it? As a whole. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I love the set pieces from especially the different areas to go to that like the sets are in. They're in. Um, I like as well that each of the of the six bandits and Kevin as well got like a lot like equal sort of um, time to shine and show the character off as well. It wasn't like there was two main bandits or something like that, and the rest were sort of like and put in the back. I felt anywhere I thought each one got their sort of spotlight in it. Some areas, some obviously more prominent than others, of course. But yeah, no, I thought it was a really fun film, really great cameos as well throughout the whole film. I really like Sean Connery in this film as of course. <laughs> 
Yep. Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex. I. What do you yeah. think overall? I mean, very similar to Callum. I think very enjoyable film. Yeah, I like all the jump around. I found the bits very entertaining. Where, like, as someone who knows, you know, anything about history, like they're on the Titanic and they're like, "Well, I know where this is going," but they have like no idea. I find that very amusing. Yeah, um, Kevin's fun. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a Kevin fun. is fine, isn't he? Yeah. That's the thing of like, there's a lot of '80s films, especially fancy films, which are obviously told through the eyes of a child, and often they're terrible. And I don't think Kevin is great. But he's yeah, more I, enjoyable. I didn't want to be the one to say, but I feel like there's better child actors out there. <laughs> there is, but I also don't think he's terrible. They're like, you know, compare this to other stuff that came out, like yeah. Never Ending Story and stuff, and they're pretty brutal. Yeah. But also, like but... we said a couple of weeks ago, back in whatever, Rom- Romgust, like, you know, your choices are you cast an eight-year-old who probably isn't going to be a good actor, or you cast 40-year-old Paul Rudd and claim that he's eight, and, you know, they're your choices. <laughs> You cast Billy Crystal and slap some sideburns on him, but he's under fifty. Hey, kids! Like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hey, really, fellow you, kids! You always overage everyone. You're not. He's like you're not fifty. Billy Crystal was old. Uh, anyway, I, I, I also think so. George, he looks like Yoda, just like little Kane. Time to go green. It's, it's like when Sean Connery was I like mean, Sean Connery was, was thirty-three when the first Bond film came out. I was like, he's like sixty. <laughs> well, I'm like, ah, oh, my point is. Sean Curry's always looked old. I'm like, I know he's 30, but he looks 50. And you could be like, he's well young, he's 20. And it's like, it's not. It's Caleb, he's not. He's in his 30s. He's, he's 33, that is young still. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I really like this film. I think that I agree. I had to say this about being offensive. I think that when you... You always run a risk of casting people because of a particular trait. Mm. And I think that um, all of the Time Bandits were working were actors but it unfortunately that period of time was often they were just put in suits or were playing a monster yeah like kenny baker was r2 and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i know the guy who did og was like, like jabber's or, or, tail or like um uh, uh, what uh, else wicket or yeah yeah there's a lot of like evil and they were just kind of put in costumes that i think when you cast someone because of that, you run the risk of maybe them not being great. But all of them are genuinely fantastic. Yeah, I feel like as a whole, like, that, like, each one got a lot like, of really good likes. You, you sort of remember each one overall. Yeah, I think they do a good enough job at being distinct. And I think that, like, Randall is fantastic in oh, this. Yeah. I also yeah. really like Kenny Baker. He's my favourite with his little candle. Uh, I'll, I'll but yeah, they are all... Yeah, yeah. Kenny Baker's fidget is amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that not only are they all good, but they all work well together and like their bickering and how they solve things and the sequence where they're trapped in a cage and you see them kind of work out how they get out from that is, is brilliant. Like I, I so love the dynamic between all of the time bandits and Kevin, which is why the biggest issue I have for me with this film is that I think that some of the, I have some issues with pacing mainly in i think the napoleon sequence with ian holm goes for quite long yeah i actually felt a bit bored in that bit like that's what yeah i was, I was first watching it, i was going we enjoy this i was getting a bit uh, and then it came back in i was like but at first i was like it's getting boring this bit that's the thing like generally because they jump between different times you're not in a place long enough for it to get too bad but i do find that boring and as a kid not so much this time but as a kid i remember the sean connery stuff being really boring but also that might be because as a kid, that's a big chunk where the Time Bandits aren't really in it. 
Well, um, actually, we're actually first comics. When when he's fighting like the, I want to say like a Minotaur type monster thing. Yeah. At first, I was like, is this a guy in a helmet, or is this a guy with an actual like head like that? Minotaur. And then, yeah, Minotaur head. And I and I, and I first going, and then he pulled off and went, okay, it was the head, but the head was all like already all decomposed. And I was going, okay. I know it was just effect, the, the stuff they had at the time. But I was going like, yeah. is this a man or just yeah, you know. It's because it was a man in a fake head, Callum. I meant it in the film. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. There is definitely in the Napoleon and the Robin Hood sequences, and even kind of towards the end, I feel, do feel like Kevin kind of falls in the background because he's surrounded by so many charismatic characters. Yeah. But I also don't hate that because I like the Time Bandits. Whereas I do find the Agamemnon scene, they are absent, and I think for me that's not so much now. Like I said, especially when I was a kid. That was a scene where I was like, "Ugh, let's get through this so we can get back to the time limits." But even then, like, I like all the times they go to. I yeah. love when they cross over into the fantasy world. Um, I really like the um, John Cleese as well. This woman, woman has as well. I, quite, I, I, yeah. I, I wish he did a bit more, a bit more jokes, but I liked him as a whole. You know. But again, it's that thing. If you turn up and you have like the Robin Hood sketch, where he's like yeah. being essentially John Cleese, and it's very, very funny, and then they move on, which is what I quite like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love uh david warner as evil i think yeah. that he is genuinely fantastic yeah he's, he's, he's really good in the part overall i just yeah. like the 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 kind of theme of technology versus imagination i guess it's something that i've studied critically and i can't be bothered mm. to go into it but um i i really like that aspect but then all of like evil's kind of funnier sides where someone answers him back and he destroys him it's like Excellent question. <laughs> well, uh, I, I love all that and the sequence at the end where they bring everyone through time um, to fight him is great, and he turns into that big balloon. Yeah, like, that that was quite funny actually. And yeah, I I really enjoyed that sequence because initially they turn up in a tank, and then you know you get all the cowboys and the soldiers and all of that lot, and they're like, "We've got a tank. We'll start with the cowboys. Well, that didn't work. Now we'll try the bows and arrows. That did work." Well just fire i know the tank doesn't work at the end yeah but is it like just fire the tank you brought a tank yeah I don't, well you don't want to start with a tank because then if the tank stops or the cowboys are like yeah oh, we'll guess we'll go home yeah, um, you gotta start with your weakest guy oh i yeah. I, I, I did find funny as well i liked when uh michael palin and um showed of all like that little bits fun do it different times see i i i they're the bits that i don't like i, I like michael palin Shade of Old, I've always been very mixed on her as an actress in, in, anyway, because I don't really like her that much, but I thought for this it, she she what she's good at being silly, I think, in films. I guess. I just more like I don't I maybe just don't get the joke. How they just keep turning up and being like, Oh problem and then they don't really say what the problem is. And then they like move on and then they turn up again. And then they I, I turn think, up again. I think I saw right. that, I like the Titanic right. bit when he's got the bit in his nose, and then like his hairpiece falls off, and she's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> he's like, "Wait, I'm not lying. That's yeah. the only other problem I've got." See, I like the bit where they're tied to the tree, and they're like, "Oh, we're saved!" And they just like walk yeah. past, and then yeah. every yeah. time they walk past again, yeah. they're being robbed yeah. more. Jokes. And more. I think, yeah. But yeah. but then they're, they're tied to the tree. And he's like, "The problem, the problem started yeah. again." And I'm like, "I don't get. I, am I missing the joke? Is it?" Is he just getting turned on? Diarrhea, but I don't know. I don't know. That's what I mean. I it's like I, I feel like those characters aren't the best. That feels to me a bit like Michael Palin wrote this and was like, "Well, I need to be in this. Like, I oh, need yeah, to yeah. get myself in." But I, I yeah, D- Terry Gilliam's direction in this and like all of the production design 
is very telegirlium and maybe like something like Brazil is more extreme in that sense, but I really like it in this. I love evil and the fancy setting and that sort of thing. And even stuff where they go to France with Napoleon is in like a very interesting Yeah. Like location with that stage and the guy's about to hang himself. Yeah, I, I think I just keep I look at all the sets in this film and just think like this is so cool to see like actually in person. Like that's I, I know it's long scene, but you know the part when Napoleon when they're in France and like them they're, they're, they're down the um like the moats and like going on the boat. Mm. I look at that set piece and think, God damn like, like you can tell they've really built it, you know, like God that'd be so cool to see it on the set, you know. Yeah, really yeah, that's what I mean. Of like, I, I think there is an epic scale to it, even though it does feel like a very small story. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And and also, I think that the idea of these these you know God making the world, but then giving like trees and shrubbery to a different unit, and then they use that map to like get rich. I think it's such a fantastic idea. The idea of these like little creatures who build <laughs> trees and leaves, and they were in the shrubbery department, like, is so clever to me. Mm. Yeah, and, and you know how they use the map is very clever. Yeah, definitely. I did read as well. Is this is what like that apparently Targaryen based um, the, uh, the six bandits on Mike Python. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. Apparently, I, I I couldn't quite see exactly like the where each one. I can sort of see where a couple would be, but I didn't get that fully. But I get the idea. I mean, I can, but I'm also like, well, you know, the fact that there's six dwarves and they say that the seventh one died, I think, is very obviously yeah. taken from fairy tale. That yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I also really like God in this or the supreme being. Hmm. How he just turns up at the end is just like this like, British, British man, and the idea that he's just like, well, you know, there isn't really good, there isn't really evil. He's just kind of, or he made evil, and it's like, I just want to test it out. I the, the the ambiguity of that more or less I think is is fantastic. Hmm. The whole thing was me to go like, oh yeah, I stole this map. He's like, no, you didn't. I give it, I gave it to you. Like the whole thing, you're like going what? Yeah. Yeah. And then they just put all the bits of evil in a post box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, what do you guys? Go on, Cam. No, no, I was saying like it's just, it's just quite like very British humour, like all in it, you know. It is, which is strange because Terry Gilliam is American, and I feel like I always forget that because of his ties, like Monty Python. I, I think with him though, I think but... he's sort of like he's Brit, he's more British at heart, isn't he? Overall, I'd say he is. I yeah. do always consider him like a British. Well, technically, he, he is British now. He did renounce his citizenship to America, so true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like. What do you guys think of the ending? I'm, you're going to have to clarify little bits because admittedly I watched this after a few drinks and it, the end was at about 3am so I started nodding a bit at the end. Does, does his parents just blow up? Yes. And then yeah, they're like, that's what and I, the yeah, end. That's what I, I, okay, I didn't, in which case, I did nod off then. That is just how it ends. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, like. Yeah, and no yeah, one Yeah, because he kind of wakes up and you're like, oh, it's all a dream but his house is on fire and then his parents are like, oh, what's... The... Yeah, and then no one, no one saw it like, like except him and it's like, you're not going to react better or... Well, him and maybe Sean Connery, I guess. Yeah, Sean Connery also, and winked at him, and then that's it. Yeah, Sean Connery. I don't like the Sean Connery bit. Um, that's very weird. And the, the reason that it was included was just Sean Connery was like, "I should be here. I should be a fireman." So there's like no real reason behind it. Um, but yeah, I like the kind of Wizard of yeah, Oz esque. Well, it was all a dream. Oh no, it was real. And well, then that's why I thought, up. like, when, when um, you saw Sean Connery going, oh, uh, 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 like, is, is everyone going to appear? John Cleese going to be a fireman? Is um, Ian Hunger going to be when I went? No, just just Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I think they should have maybe committed and done that if they were all firemen. Or something. But yeah. then again, it's the thing of 
they do set up this very Wizard of Oz esque. Maybe it was, maybe they were in Kansas all along and it was a dream. But then they break it with the photos and say, no, it was definitively real. Like he has the photos, it happened. And then they break it again with Sean Connery. And that's the bit that I'm like, uh. and then like, but I, I them blowing up is very funny. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. But why? Yeah, I, that was that was my thing. Is I was like, okay, like it is technology. Yeah. Also, funny. I was thinking, I was thinking with bits of this film. I think it's when they go, like the first place they go, and they are literally like Napoleon and all that. And there's like you just see people being shot at by firing squad. And I'm yeah. like, you would not get that in a kids' film nowadays. Actually, I just thought. Also, the parents just blowing up at the end. I just thought what was that actually was. I remember this when he, when he, when Kevin Kevin's like, "Dad, don't touch it," and then his dad just goes, "Touches it, everyone yeah. starts." Like, he, just, <laughs> he clearly hears him and goes, yeah. "There, there, Fuck there you is kid. a lot of yeah. stuff." But again, that's because they're like, well, very dismissive of his fantasy and his imagination, and they trust technology. It all comes round. But also, I do think this is a film which is kind of similar to a lot of Perry Gilmore films. But there's a lot of just like rewatching it again, picking up different stuff of like when she's like, like no, no, I'm going back in for the toaster, and like there's all these like little lines that every time I rewatch it, I pick up something new, and I'm like, oh, that's so clever. But them in their like plastic, keeping up with the Joneses esque yeah. kind of living room, and watching your money or your life, which I assume kills people. <laughs> In that vat of yeah. custard. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I feel sorry for Kevin is that that bit the, again the bit with Sean Connery in like, in like the like the that past bit was like he, he got a pretty good thing there. He became like like the son of a king. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go well, ahead. yeah. No, but... no, he also did like it's kind of funny that he was like you know you, the start of the film he's there he's with his parents. I know he's not maybe not the happiest like relationship, but it, you know seems pretty like generic kind of kid parents. Yeah, and then he's immediately like, nah, screw him. I want to stick with this guy. He's my dad now. Yeah, but if Sean Connery was there, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but also, you know, we know what happens to Agamemnon down the line. So, yeah. In that he kills his wife and then his wife's lover kills him. So, you know, you're only yeah, happy I don't, I don't, think, I don't about... think the film fought on that. But... Well, I mean, it clearly does. It yeah, shows his yeah, wife shows, and him. Yeah. And then there's that scene that I really like where they're in the like temple or whatever, and Kevin's like playing with the stick figures in the background. Sean Connery's like, "Kill them and tell the peasants that they can't rise up again." It's like, oh, and then he just cuts in, and be like, "Young Kevin." <laughs> like, again, it's all just stuff of that where there's like everyone he meets, all his heroes are terrible people. That is kind of enjoyable. The idea of like Robin Hood being this weird like. <laughs> beating up old people and being kind of like a, a fop a bit and like Agamemnon killing people in a temple and Napoleon complaining about not being too short like mm. it's it's just great and then they go into the fancy realm and yeah. there's the the ogre <laughs> that tries to eat them and then they throw them in the water that's always a weird scene yeah, yeah. like we can fix your bad back and we'll love in the water but I do also like the kind of reverse of the Beauty and the Beast thing, where he's like tired. She's like, "No, come on, you've got to kill them. You need to be scary. Come on." It's like retired Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's just so many like fancy tropes and fancy elements in this that they play with and change. And I just overall think it's such a good film. No, it's really fun. Yeah, definitely. Really yeah. Uh, yeah. Does anyone have any final extra thoughts? I really like the George Harrison song in the end credits. I'm watching it off. 
I did because it was 3 a.m. and I was very tired, so apologies for that. Sorry, George. It's just, that's fine. It's just Dream Away. Like, it's quite a nice song. Yeah, I think actually, I don't remember much of the soundtrack in this one, actually. I think I just remember more like the jokes and stuff. Or was it was it was much a soundtrack? I'm not mistaken. There is a soundtrack. I don't think it's. I know the as... soundtrack, but like, is it memorable? You know. Yeah, I I don't remember it. It is the thing of like, there's a George Harrison song at the end, but that's kind of it for me mm. that I recall. Yeah. Okay. Apart from when Evil turns into that spinning top and plays that carnival music. Yeah. To defeat the Cowboys. <laughs> See, that's a sentence you can say with fantasy and with time handers. When evil turned into a spinning top to defeat the cowboys and plays carnival music. The fact that that happens in this movie. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. The, the, like the knife thing coming out of his head. Like, I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. As a kid, I remember being really upset when Fidget died and then they bring him back and I'm like, I like Og turning into a pig. It's just a lot of things I like about this. Pig bit was good. Pig bit. I think, I think my favourite bit would be the cage scene. They're trying to get out. Yeah, I do think that is a really clever, a well done scene. solution to that. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was a good yeah. escape plan. Mm. Apparently, so just as a final okay. thing, apparently they are working on an Apple TV series really? or something. I yeah, know. I think Taika Waititi is attached to Rai. Well, this this got a comic adaptation, adaptation right? Afterwards. It did. Mm. Yeah, I heard about that. I kind of want to read that a little bit. It did. But also, it's one of those things where this is a film where I'm like, oh, cool. I think, you know, I, I feel like t- Terry Gilliam is involved in some sense, not like writing, and then Taika Waititi is attached to direct the pilot, I think. that There's a thing of like, oh, I really like those things, but... It all rests on the time bandits, and it's that thing of nowadays. Are they just going to like do a Snow White and Huntsman and make Nick Frost short, or are they going to commit? And I think that for me, that's a huge part of enjoying this movie. Is I really like the time bandits, and all of those yeah. characters and all those actors are fantastic. That them rebooting it and just putting like, ah, oh, Simon Pegg is going to play Randall. I'm yeah, like, that's mm. no, no. So that that's the one thing that I'm like questioning on on any sort of reboot or remake. But yeah, I mean that and the fact that it's on Apple TV, so no one's going to watch it. But that's true. I do think eventually, like I watch Apple TV. Don't, don't have it. Trials. <laughs> I was just waiting for Cal to be like, actually, I watch a lot of stuff on Apple TV. I watch oh. Dickinson and other shows that they maybe have. What's Dickinson? Uh, it's a Hayley Steinfeld show. I don't know. It's the only one that I've ever seen advertised. Right. I mean, the servant's good. That and Greyhounds, but then Greyhounds was like, it's coming on Apple TV. That came out and people were like, oh, no one's watching this on Apple TV. Yeah, like, it, won't, it, won't, it, it won't great. Sorry to bother you guys. Sorry to bother you. It won't, it won't great. <laughs> yeah. They don't pull a prime when they're like, do you still want to watch Hunters? No, Amazon Prime. It's been two years. Do <laughs> <laughs> you still say that? Leave me alone. Is, is yeah. still, mine doesn't anymore. Mine still says, do you want to watch Hunters? And I'm like, no, I didn't even watch it half of it. I, mine just yeah, to I, watch I, I get weird ones where it's like, hey, Alex, we think we've got a uh, TV show you'll really like. It's called The Grand Tour. And I was like, Amazon, I watched that when it first yeah, came out. I could get I've already it. seen oh, yeah. it. And it's like, so you like it then? Do you want to watch it again? And yeah, Mike is telling me to watch The Boys. I've watched that already. Why are you telling yeah, me to watch it again? Yeah, boys, I, get yeah I get The Boys as well. I mean, maybe I didn't finish the boys, but that might be why they do that. True. 
I don't think it is. I think they were like, uh, boys, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, does anyone have any final thoughts? Do we want to go into ratings? No, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. Callum, what are you going to rate it out of five then? I'm going to give it a four. I think it's a really good film. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. excellent. Uh, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Callum on this. I'm also going to give it a four. Nice. I'm going to give it a four and a half, I think. Ooh. I know, pushing the boat out. I realise. So I love George saying excellent. That, that was like George like still approval going like, you know, like, yes, stamp. Well, it is the thing of like early, especially early 80s, but also fantasy in general and that kind of era. I do think there is maybe a hump of, well, some of the effects are dated and some of the, like you have to accept when it was made. And for some people yeah. that's difficult to do. But it's always one of those things where I'm like, oh, you should watch this like 80s low budget British fantasy movie. I really like it, and then everyone's like, "Ugh!" And I'm like, "Oh no!" That, that it's definitely a genre or a type of film that I'm always like yeah. cautious recommending to people because you do, I yeah. think, have to appreciate George, it. In a certain after way. the films, I mean, you watch, 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 watch after the films, I mean, you watch on Fridays, George. I think I can watch anything. True. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it, it, it's difficult here because Suzanne will point blank refuse to watch any film that came out before 2010. What? Yeah. Cause you, yeah. Why? Because she's an idiot. Ooh. <laughs> and that, folks, is why she's not the outro anymore. <laughs> oh, ouch. I'm going to get so much shit if she listens to She's that. not going to listen, listen to, to this. this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If it came out exactly like it did today, I'd be like, yeah, them effects oh, yeah. weren't yeah, well, right. Obviously, it didn't come out today. It came out 81, I think, was it? Yeah. Like, a long while ago. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It is just one of those things where yeah, there are certain films, and also I think certain genres that apply to those films, where recommending them is always like a risk because you have to sort of be able to accept or be able to live with certain things. It's a bit like, you know, recommending King Kong. It's like, this is a fantastic movie, you should watch King Kong, and then you know, you look at it and it's like it's the thirties and it's black and white and it's well, stop well, yeah, motion. But that's it's like me, very much that kind of ah, shut up, dog. Well, yeah, kind of that, that that's like me recommending you guys top hat. Some some people will be like, why? You yeah, know? that's what I mean. Like yeah. it, it, it is. There are certain films and certain genres that maybe come with a grain of salt when you recommend them, and this is definitely one of them. So I'm very glad that people enjoyed it because I love this movie. Um, it's probably my favorite Terry Gilliam film. Having said that, it's definitely my favorite Terry Gilliam film. I don't know why, but <laughs> probably it, it definitely is. Nice. Fair. Fair. Uh, but yeah, so that was our review hmm. of Time Bandits. Overall, four stars, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A, like a solid four, I said. A solid, solid four. four. Have we ever had a weak thing? Have we ever been like, yeah, oh, we have. Yeah, I've, I've definitely done a weak 3.5. A light. I've got to go 0.5 now. <laughs> we, we say light. Well, we don't we say guys, we're, we're doing light and strong, weren't we? Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. Solid four. Yeah. Yeah. So we. Do you want oh, to pick for next week? Pick next yeah. week yeah. yeah. Or Fantarch. So I, I looked. Do you know what's really weird? I know we've kind of had this discussion before, but have you looked up what comes under fantasy films on Netflix or Amazon or wherever? No. Yeah. It's a real weird selection of. Films. I also Google. I was like trying to get some inspiration, so I was like Google fantasy films and like the top twenty were all superhero films, and I'm like, are they? Do not get me started 
on defining fantasy. I know, I know it was the whole thing. I remember genre theory. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Particularly I, I, in terms I actually of remember, Alex, first of all, I, I remember, remember sat in a pub with George and George had a little like had a few drinks and he yeah. about fantasy to me. I remember that. Yeah. I remember sitting in one of the labs at uni, George yeah, trying to define fantasy, and we kind of played the game of George would define it, and then we'd try and break the definition. Yeah. And I remember at one point it was something about like the laws of physics maybe not working as they would in the real world, and we managed to apply Fast and Furious to it because <laughs> gravity yeah. doesn't work in Fast and Furious. Oh, okay, but that, or I fantasy I, film. I bet I pissed George off so much. <laughs> well, that was, that was, I, was, I, was more just I, I was writing yeah. my dissertation at the time, but I was like, oh god. Because it's a whole thing. But yeah, but no, I was looking. I, I it was... have a working definition of fantasy, but it's, yeah. it's very as a genre yeah. is very ignored, mm. unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I don't really think I wouldn't necessarily define superhero films as fantasy. So I was looking yeah, around. Sci-fi. I kind of, I think I Doctor kind of Strange wanted to could-ish. pick. Huh? Doctor Strange is sort of could-ish, I think. Yeah, yeah Doctor Strange, Strange could. Yeah. Uh, Shazam could. I considered both of those. Um. I considered Herbie because I'm like Herbie is a magical car, and therefore I reckon that could be fantasy. Is he a magical um, car? Yeah, they never explain why he's alive. He's just a living car. Yeah. But I haven't done that. Does that mean uh, Christine's a fantasy? Sorry, does that mean Christine's a fantasy? Yep. Yeah, Christine is. Horror, well, yeah. technically, it's a horror. But... Yeah. Uh, supernatural. Like fantasy is one of those that tends horror. to span into other genres. It will be like fantasy and. Well, fantasy and. The fantastic of it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I am not going to pick any of those. I'm going to pick Labyrinth. Nice. I think George will be happy about. George gives stamp of approval there. I know you know George gave it a five star. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, guys! It's a five star. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's I can't favorite. wait. I, I can't wait to defend this movie. It is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Who you? I don't know. I feel like you're going to point out some stupid stuff that I'm going to have to correct you on <laughs> when you, okay. you criticise Larry. I, I, I've seen this film, George. I like the film. It's okay. George is already on the defensive. He's going oh, to yeah. murder us in our sleep as a preemptive form of defense. George, you know We're going to fight. George, you know I did such a joke. You know I like the film. <laughs> I know. That is my favourite thing is Everyone's always like, yeah, well, Labyrinth sucks. It's like, no, it doesn't. No, my favorite one I said, yeah, I said, uh, George's like, no, you love Labyrinth. And I went, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I like good I'm gonna stuff. Try and, I'm going to try and rip it all apart as revenge for every time George does it to us. But secretly, I know I like the film. So, <laughs> That's what I mean, T. Yeah. But no, no, I wasn't. I, that wasn't. I didn't pick Labyrinth so I could, you know, shit on your film, George. I like the film. <laughs> anyway, spoilers for next week. <laughs> Boys for this week, here are our ratings. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. But anyway. George, outro. I know, I was just letting Alex <laughs> finish. <laughs> Crap, and I was rubbing my face as well. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, we can't see it. Because <laughs> I'm in a fantasy realm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you very much for watching and or listening. Thank you for listening on wherever you get your podcasts if there is some way that you can interact with us via a like or a comment or something please do it helps us out uh and also thank you for watching if you are on youtube uh sorry about all the glitches and stuff uh it's a fantasy episode exactly i did it for aesthetic it was a combination of one division strangeness and fantasy see i'm bringing it all together um but yes uh please like and comment and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, 
I know Alex hates saying it, but it does help us out. It really um, does help us out. And and thank you for your support. I feel like we missed it. I realized this beforehand, a little tangent, but we're a month away, but we started this podcast on February 11th, I think was the first episode yeah. of 2020. And we are now in March, so we've been doing this over a year. Uh, and if you've listened or supported us in any small way, thank you very much, because it is really fun to do this. And we do it for ourselves, but also we do do it for you. But, you know, I think thank you for, for, for you. being along with I think as well, we're, we're actually somewhere near um, the 100th episode as well. Yeah, I realised that we, we changed the titling of it, so I can't remember when we hit 100. Yeah, but yes, I just... I, I, real, I was like, oh, we must be kept up on one year and realised we passed that ages ago. So yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to this. Yeah, but, you know, if you, if you have listened to an episode along the way, or if you've listened to all of them, or anything like that, or if you're just joining us now, thank you for supporting us. It, it does mean a lot to us. Um, yeah, so that's uh, social medias. I can't remember if we have an outro that tells us them, but we do. We're on... we do, we do. Sweet, we're on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Follow us. Um, yeah, so... Uh, until next week, I guess it's goodbye. Uh, it's goodbye from bye. me. George is waving in, in, in any spirit. I wasn't waving, actually. I'm, I'm fine then. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to Real Rewind and hit that notification bell where you can. Tune into new episodes every Friday on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Beaker, Pocketcast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook, at The Real Rewind on Twitter, and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.